from the University of California of Los Angeles, Mildfielder, 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 Frankie Amaya, Amaya. <laughs> What's up, world? It's your boy Sway from MTV News and the gears of the MLS soccer chug along, devouring another week of off-season madness, which means we are back with episode 41 of Knifey Knifey Lion Lion Radio. Joining me today, cross-country skiing his way into your ears. Actually, he's still at home. The snow was too much, too powerful. The indoor instigator, Zach. I'm on the phone. <laughs> oh, man. You thought you were the only ones who had phones. You were wrong. Uh, Nick and Chad are currently at a spiritual retreat. This week, we'll talk about all of FCC's movings and shakings at the MLS Super Draft. And I'm going to make it part of the legendary off-season segment. Are you in or are you out? Then, back by popular demand, it's Kevin's MLS Minute. Mmm, yeah. Kevin Wallace will drop something truly mind-shattering. And I say that having not heard what it is yet. It also has a brand new segment, Theme Music, which is nearly as long as the segment itself. After that, we'll take you back to last week's schedule release, giving you the game-by-game results and previews you didn't know you needed. We'll call it Schedule Preview. Anything else, I'll throw it into potpourri, but uh, we should already be well past enough time. Folks, if this is your first time listening, welcome. You're officially inside the John Hark's Cave of Wonders. Wonders. Also, as always, this week's episode is proudly sponsored by Speedway. Speedway. Although I must say, I have not heard from corporate since my DMs with their social media person. Speedway, we won't wait forever. I got Thornton's blowing me up constantly, offering copious fizz freezes. So get it together, please. Speedway. Speedway. Um, Zach, I'd be remiss not to ask you if you have anything to share. On uh, first the Speedway front, and then on any other topic that's been really grating at you before we get into the weeds here. <laughs> um, I will say on the Speedway front, one of their big selling points was always that digital air pressure machine. And um, UDF's got some of those now, so Uh-oh. Speedway, I'm not married to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we kind of made the uh, digital readouts famous on this podcast. Many didn't even know that existed. But first... Another wild week for the roster. Let's get real deep into it with this edition of... Are you in or are you out? All right, but let's start with out first. As Evan Newton, beloved, dear friend of the podcast, Evan Newton officially signed with Cindy Eleven, making him the fourth FCC player to do so. Yamaste. Zach, Evan Newton's officially gone. Any parting thoughts for our milk toast keeper? <laughs> um, no, I think you pretty much summed it up. He doesn't have enough personality to be a part of my team. I, uh, yeah. Someone on the Bailey Facebook had something like just very irate. Like, what are, what are we doing keeping Richie and letting Evan Newton go? What has Richie proven? Evan Newton's been, I was like, did you miss the last half of the season? <laughs> I mean, Newton was fine. I don't think he really deserved to lose a spot, but uh, it was clear the team was kind of going in the Richie direction. So I like that he's surprised after Richie. Yeah, well, there's a lot of idiots on there, so. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get to that soon. As for in, well, Friday was the MLS Super Draft. Leading up to that, FCC traded away 150K worth up to 200K of GAM for all of Philadelphia's draft picks, which left us with 10 Super Draft picks. Zach, that's a lot. Naturally, a baffled internet clutched their orange and blue pearls. I have an extended rant this week, and it's, please stop pretending you know what's best. best. You meaning everyone besides us, because we know it's best. We have a podcast. But as far as roster building, I'm forced to be the rah-rah FCC cheerleader you didn't know you needed just to balance out these boisterous Boisterous blowhards, as I'm calling them. Um, I'll go on for a little more, and Zach, feel free to interrupt me, uh, but it might be hard, because... It'll be spittle all over my screen, all over the mic, all over the phone. FCC, folks, doesn't have an eternal grace period, but I'll give them one offseason to show me they have a plan. Zach, do you think it's fair we give FCC, I don't know, this first season going into MLS the benefit of the doubt before we uh, dump on their proverbial head? Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> Glad you're here. Uh, if I had a dollar for every idiot who says, But we don't have enough international spots left. I'd be a wealthy man. I say, fuck you. Fuck you and your international roster spot watching. Do you, random person, think that Luke Sassano and the rest of the front office don't know the roster rules? Don't know how to count? Are you saying Luke can't count? Zach, uh, you're not face deep in the online information trough like I am, so you may think I'm building a straw man to rant at. Nay, I say, nay. It's quite real. FCC fans th- uh, saying, That's too much gam to give up. Or, We're almost out of allocation money, I think, I heard. Stop. Do you also enjoy doing your taxes? Now just enjoy this exciting, non-scientific stuff. Stop doing fucking math and trying to figure out how this adds up. You'll never figure it out. <laughs> it's all true. It's it's as if people think they don't have a calculator in their boardroom there. <laughs> like, oh my god, this guy's this guy's an international. Somebody hit Luke's pager and let him know before he uh, run out of spots. But yeah, every roster move I've seen has been met with the worst case scenario from people. Every player took too much gamma tam to acquire. Every player is too old. You're too old. But you're right. Nobody near the age of 30 has ever been successful in MLS. Get real, you dopes. Zach, have you ever heard of someone around the age of 30 having a successful MLS career? I'm really scratching my head trying to think of a single one. Uh, Remains to be seen. Maybe we'll be the first. Probably. Uh, I remember a decrepit, bloated uh, Guatemala Blanco (laughs) from Mexico owning some fucking pathetic defenders. I know that was MLS 1.0, but I've got a long memory. Also, uh, Luke Sassano is smarter than all of us. And if you want to soil yourself worrying about GAM, TAM, allocation money, and international roster spots, knock yourself out. But just know you look and sound like an idiot. I say that with love in my heart. Zach, you may be saying, oh, wow, I can't even critique the team. I say, don't be so daft. Uh, we clearly can. Zach, as the podcast who made uh, Koch Watch world famous, I'm not saying we can't critique the team. In fact, uh, we do it all the time. So um, any final words, Zach, as we move on to other things? No, if we're going to critique anything, I think we should start a campaign to stop letting Jeff Birding be the face of the team. <laughs> Are you ugly shaming him or you just don't like what he has to say? <laughs> no, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've never seen like a GM so in the forefront and uh, so visible. I think it's odd and corny. That's president yeah. GM to you, sir. Either way. Are you referring to something in particular or just with this MLS super draft stuff? Yeah, just an, it's just a constant reminder. Um, the next event, I'll think the same thing. <laughs> but uh, no, your rant is, a, is is spot on, so I don't really have much to add to it. No, I, I've just been so annoyed at people who are like, uh, one pocket watching like, Oh, they're going to pay this much for, you got to spend it somewhere. And the other is about people being too old as if, um, MLS isn't littered with people who are 30 and older who are at the top of the league among some of the best players. So if your first reaction to, uh, Matias Fernandez coming is he's a little bit old, then, uh, I don't know, just find a tall bridge. Take a take a double gainer off it, <laughs> and uh, I'll enjoy it. But uh, yeah. yeah, worry about that if they were signing him to six or seven years. Yeah, I, not, I feel like the fine. plan's been obvious, and even to the to the uh, the questioners that were you know just gonna hold the fort for a while until the stadium's built, and then we'll get fucking crazy. So, but let's move on for the draft because that is something that happened. Um, Zach, did you get to watch any clips? Besides maybe some interviews with players, or- uh, get to or. Did I desire to? No, I, <laughs> I did see uh, the Instagram highlight video for Frankie and Maya. And, uh... <laughs> After all we said, you had something negative to say. <laughs> yeah, I think I commented on it. Like, he can't shoot. Cut him. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't much of a highlight reel. And uh, honestly, all of the highlight reels that MLS used for players were pretty bad. Uh Check out 3DEF's Twitter feed for a really embarrassing one they used for a player who all his highlights were him skying the ball into the crowd. It was almost like uh, they were out to shit on this dude. But uh, for the MLS Super Draft, unlike, let's say, the NFL Draft where everyone's in their war rooms, all of the teams, the GMs, the presidents, and the 
coaches were at different tables on the floor around each other. So FCC has the first pick and they're trying to, or LAFC is trying to make a move to get that first pick for uh, Frankie Amaya. And uh, you can just see them talk on the floor. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting. You see Jeff and the guy talking from LAFC and the guy walked away, looked kind of bummed. And then we call a timeout, which uh, is just an adorable MLS thing to have. We call a timeout so our clock doesn't run out. We talk about it some more. The announcers are getting kind of excited. They think something's exciting is going to happen. But no, we just go up there and make the pick everyone expected, which was Frankie Amaya, the, I believe, 18-year-old from UCLA. He's a U.S. men's national team under-20 player. And wow, this guy could not have been more nervous. Appeared to be soiling himself the entire time. But uh, he did shout out the crowd. He said, oh, these, these fans are awesome. This is already great. But uh, his, his mom and dad, they're from L.A. so or Southern California. They both look like they're in tears, but maybe not for a good reason. Zach, it's safe to assume Frankie's family would have preferred him to play at LAFC. Uh, safe to assume Frankie would have preferred <laughs> LAFC. He's just grateful for the experience. But yeah, it must have been a real uh, real kind of shitty for them to see like, oh, that's the LAFC guy. They're talking to FCC. Here we go, baby. <laughs> Our little boy who looks like he's 13 staying home. No, he's coming to snow-covered Cincinnati, but good for him. Maybe we should give him a uh, copy of Airborne. <laughs> I meant to play, play the clip, but you're not going to eat that surfboard here, man. But uh, I'm excited, Zach. Uh, obviously, his clips weren't very exciting, but uh, based on absolutely nothing, how do you feel about our first draft pick? <laughs> I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. Yeah, he, uh, he is quite short. Yeah, he is good on the ball for sure. Yeah, I he's already... better than Jimmy. <laughs> Folks, lock it in. That's a one fist fight I would like to watch. Uh, most important takeaway last year um, for the first pick that LAFC had, Don Garber got up there and said, for Los Angeles football craft. The Los Angeles football craft. Butchering club. And I tweeted that. I said, Don Garber, don't screw it up this year. So he had one job. But for our first pick, he said, from the University of California and Los Angeles. Midfielder Frankie Amaya. What? <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> you know who a milkfielder is? A cow. All right. <laughs> That's what farmers used to call cows, but it was too, <laughs> too, too mouthy, so they shortened it to cow. Um, <laughs> milkfielders. That was number one. Let me go through real quick who else we picked because uh, we had a million picks. 13th pick, Logan Gadula from Wake Forest, outside back. Midfielder, Tommy McCabe from your Notre Dame with the number 29. And then a couple guys. Will we ever see them? Probably not. But goalkeeper, Jimmy Hag, Haug Hag from Michigan State. And goalkeeper, Ben Lunt from the University of Akron. We also traded away our third first round pick for $100 of Gamback. So... For everyone who is crapping themselves, hey, we got some of your precious gam back. Um, Zach, you saw a Logan Gadula highlight that really did it for you. Do you want to expand on that? <laughs> I didn't really see any highlights. I was going to watch highlights, but it turns out to be just a uh, dramatic, self-produced documentary <laughs> <laughs> about his time at Wake Forest. Rockers been the love of my life. Remember, from when I was two to now playing on the number one team in the country at Wake Forest University. Well, for all we know, he could have been maybe a borderline top 20 pick, but after Luke saw that narrated highlight video that he made, brought him all the way up to 13. So Logan, he seemed like a nice guy. He was in tears being interviewed, talking about getting picked in the MLS Super Draft, which for everyone who says it doesn't matter, talk to Logan's tears, okay? Logan's tears says it does matter. Luke Sassano said, maybe we'll have a USL affiliate or maybe we'll just loan players out to random teams. People saying maybe we'd loan Frankie to a Liga MX team because he's a dual citizen and Liga MX uses, uh, has a bunch of domestic spots. But to which I would say, if Frankie Amaya is good enough for Liga MX, well, folks, I think he's good enough for our MLS team. I'll say shout out to the FCC fans who traveled to Chicago. They got lots of screen time. Um, it was I a, saw uh, go ahead. Dan Blumenfeld on there, possibly. Definitely, he was. Um, it was a 1 p.m. start time, so clearly MLS really trying to get as many eyeballs as possible. Um, <laughs> it also appeared to be entirely made up of folks from the Pride, So to which I say, Diane Schlag, Jimmy's Kids, Bailey Orphans, step up your game, folks. 
You're getting left in the proverbial dust. Um, Zach, that's really all that happened at the draft. It was exciting. You know, we're in a draft. Yada, yada, yada. Do you have any big thoughts, big takeaways as someone who didn't watch any of it? Like uh, proverbial and milk toast. So those are your go-tos. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I have been abusing milk toast lately, but it just seems so apt. <laughs> I don't think I even knew the term before you start the pod. It's not spelled like milkfielder either. If you didn't know. Well, maybe Donny G was trying to burn Amaya. <laughs> It was the milk from Milk Toast. <laughs> milk Toast Milk Fielder from yeah. UCLA. <laughs> Check uh, out these highlights. <laughs> moving on. But I did hear a little birdie say uh, FCC will be offering up a bus to next year's. You better hope it's not in Seattle. <laughs> oh, man. Zach, speaking of bus rides, you once took a bus from California back to Cincinnati. Uh, do you want to talk about that? Because I remember a really disgusting picture you had. Well, I took the bus to California first, and then I took it back. It was a sixty-three hour ride each way, and uh, they don't let you take your—they don't let you take your shoes off. So when I when I got back home after sitting up for you know more than two days, my legs had swollen far outside my shoes and was just like draping over. Um, <laughs> it was really something. I just remember like your ankle looking huge. Or... Yeah. I wish I still had that picture. Foolishly looked up a bus ride to Seattle for that first <laughs> opening game. Not only is it nearly the the price that uh, the airline ticket would cost. Uh, yeah, like you said, Zach, it would probably take about 70 hours at least <laughs> to make it from Cincinnati. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, that's a lot of days on a bus with strangers. Oh, I, I think I saved 120 bucks, but gave up. <laughs> over maybe five days of my life (laughs) you could have picked up some odd jobs in that time to make up the difference (laughs) it's true it was also right around the time where that juggalo cut somebody's head off on the greyhound bus (laughs) so i was nervous the whole time doesn't even sound surprising it's like that guy was not down to clown voice crack timing also i only stayed for six days <laughs> i didn't i thought that was when you were there for like a month no i flew out there when i stayed for a long time then i flew back home wow. and then uh, anything for love you know it's full heart full hearted commitment there the pundits who uh you know they can all eat shit what are they what they're talking about gave us uh a pluses great grades on our draft but really Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But I do. Uh, there's one thing I trust, trust, trust Koch with. It's uh, you know, it's picking players. He had a lot of success doing that, and uh, see where these guys go. Who's going to be our, our affiliate? Because right now it feels like it should be indie, but uh, obviously they're spending money, so they probably won't want to be somebody's B squad. So can't wait to see Cincy versus Cincy in the USL, whoever that may be. <laughs> um, but yeah, draft. I give us a. Uh, a plus great job guys you did skip uh sorry oh please 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 oh yeah i did i should go back Uh, i meant to say our chilean crush matthias apologies i was calling him matthias and apparently anyone else i talked to be like yeah it's would be matthias well sorry okay i got to plania right matthias fernandez rumored to be signing this week for a hefty sum which i did not write down uh, I said his YouTube highlights are a real treat. If you haven't checked him out, you should. It looks like, sounds like, he'll probably be a DP with the salary he's going to be getting unless we somehow buy him down using uh, whatever we have left. But, Zach, what are your thoughts, your excitement level for Matias? I did make a Matias song, which maybe I'll play uh, when you're done talking, and I got a lyric video to drop on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, what are your thoughts about Matias? Maddie, as they called him. This is the most exciting one so far, I think. Yeah, the, the only thing that's not exciting is we uh, we weren't the first on the ball about it. <laughs> so it's yeah. not to blonde, but uh, I don't know. Do we have a real team now? You know? I think so, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought so before, but everyone told me I was an idiot and will never score a goal. And <laughs> Adi sucks and Maddox can't play with him. And uh, uh, But yeah, I'm excited. So hopefully that gets announced this week. On the Spanish-speaking clips I watched, the announcers were calling Matty, Matty Fernandez. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I call him Matty in the song. So lock it in.
like I said, back like he never left. Kevin Wallace, Secretary of the Pride, the Red Army's finest, here to bring you a brand new MLS Minute. Don't know what he's going to say, so I'll get to be surprised with the rest of you. I will mention, Kevin has started a podcast called What's This Soccer Thing? With another fella named Jason in which they break down soccer from the very basics all the way to what I'm assuming is the most advanced game theory in the world. So if you're a novice who's listening to KLR just for the songs in my heavy breathing or you want to get real deep on soccer, go check out What's This Soccer Thing? Kevin's podcast, which hopefully is not competing with ours, because then I'll have to fucking bury him wherever your podcasts are sold. So here we go, Kevin Wallace's MLS Minute. Kevin's MLS Minute. Hope we can explain. Kevin's MLS Minute. It could get a little strange. The draft is stupid and should belong to USL. Thanks for all the draft picks, Philly. Orlando had to sell Yotun. Villa is retired in New York City. Atlanta has to sell Almiron or somehow get rid of one of their four best players. Rooney is back on the sauce. New England still employs Brad Friedel as coach. And New York Red Bulls sold Tyler Adams to another Red Bulls team. Essentially, the Eastern Conference got rid of all the best players. It looks super, super easy. Meanwhile, in the West, Dallas dumped one of the best coaches in MLS. Vancouver hired a lower division manager, but it's perfectly fine if they do it. Seattle still thinks Jordan Morris is good. Zlatan is stuck in LA, doesn't want to be there, and also doesn't want to play on turf. Colorado is still in the league. Oh yeah, the league expanded to Columbus, which is nice to see for a small city like there. So let's be nice to the new team in Columbus that was founded in MLS after Cincinnati. Looking forward to those games. Viva Liga MX! Oh, baby. I always learn so much. This week was no exception, but let's move on to what you want to hear. Let's go ahead and put it in potpourri because I have nothing else for potpourri. This week's edition of potpourri will be the schedule schedule breakdown. Folks, the schedule came out last Monday, but we'll go over it now. If you've heard anyone else talk about the schedule, erase that from your brain because we're going to give you the notes you need to know. I'm going to go ahead and predict the score for every game. Okay, you guys might want to block out another two hours of your schedule. This is going to get real deep. Zach, do you have any overriding thoughts? Uh, How did you feel when, you know, it's real now when you saw the schedule? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, like, the big home games jump out at you. So, Portland, New York, L.A., D.C. Yeah, are we going to get Zlatan? Is our new field turf going to be acceptable for him? (laughs) Who knows? Then, uh, yeah, in August, you got... New York City and then the crew. Yeah, that uh, was uh, my big issue. Um, You know, beggars can't be choosers. Happy to be in the MLS, but uh, those two crew games within two weeks of each other, uh, the the final third of the season, pretty obnoxious. They could have easily, you'd think, I don't know, at least June, May, could have thrown in one, either one, home or away. I don't care. Yeah, well, the end. We play till October. They're both in August. That's true. But uh, but yeah, I did find that to be pretty annoying um the other thing if i'm being a whiner please do. after the portland game we had some snoozer home games in a row it's like the union most well, i mean sporting's good real salt lake montreal yeah i mean nothing that's really gonna carlin or blue pill you up for those but uh luckily we've got the new team shine so that'll be exciting um that sporting kansas city game will be an espn game uh we've got about seven national televised games i think philadelphia has zero so <laughs> good for us but let's uh you want to start at the beginning zach do you uh, do you have a sure schedule i was gonna the only other thing i was gonna say is Please i do. was happy to see um the lack of early afternoon games yeah just a few yeah and one of them few. is an espn game so that's i'm guessing that's why they uh portland's 5 p.m but uh yeah mostly 7 30 kickoffs what's nice. crazy to think about you know we're excited the the season you know, obviously it's not starting in that long from now. March 2nd is pretty close. But when you think about those crew games, by the time we play the crew, my two-year-old will be a preschooler in a school year next year. This shit goes on forever, folks. It's just uh, it's just sad to think about, you know. Like in Fight Club, this is our life, and it's ending one, one FCC game at a time. My children are just, oh, just getting out of my grasp with each game. 
Back to the schedule. Uh. Yeah. Oh, wow. My kid will be four by the time we play LA Galaxy at home. Folks, uh, this is what you come for <laughs> to relate our children's age to the schedule. That's really what else is there to start with? First game, opening game, FS1, Saturday, March 2nd, at Seattle Sounders, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Lots of people are going. I will not be one of those. Not made of money. Zach, you have thoughts, or do you just want to go ahead and give your score prediction? Do you want to average it out with mine so we have something? Or we could, we don't, just more importantly, if we're on the same page, win, tie, loss, so we can add these points up at the end. And uh, Right. What are you thinking? Seattle was, was beaten by expansion side LAFC last season for their opening game at home. So, folks, there's precedent. They're, yeah, s- they're a slow starting team. <laughs> I'm going to roll with that, and I think we're going to win. Go ahead, put win, W, three points. <laughs> Lock it in. Lock yeah, in. I think we get some pr- surprise on people. Uh, Seattle has been starting slow the last few years, and then by the end, they're good. But, folks, this won't be the end. It's merely the beginning. Um, Sunday, March 10th, at Atlanta United, 5 p.m., p.m. ESPN. This will be their home opener. These guys are good. I don't feel good about that one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put an L down for me. Yeah, so let's be uh, happily surprised if we pull that one off. Be excited for that. I don't know if you uh, saw Atlanta put out a list of the the games they're going to have the full stadium open. Obviously, that one will be because it's their opener. We're one of like five games where they're going to have the whole stadium. I posted on Reddit. I said, Atlanta trying to get that FCC attendance bump. Folks, (laughs) Folks, <laughs> you guys got to get on this MLS Reddit. I think I have 160 upvotes because it's so easy to get to get that on there. But uh, yeah, Zach, what do you think? You're going to be able to make it down to Atlanta? It's just ridiculous how much it costs to get a plane ticket to a, a Delta hub. Yeah, I mean, I'll pick a drive down. If you want to be in the KLR uh, 15 passenger van. You better get at me quick, because spots are filling. Then next, our home opener, Portland Timbers. We do have one reserved spot for you-know-who. Make that DM. (laughs) Amelia, you're supposed to be on this episode. (laughs) What happened? We never talked about it to have you on there. Cecilia will will be uh, strapped to the hood. (laughs) She'll be on the bike rack. Speaking of bike racks, this is really a tangent that does not need to be uh, addressed at all. But Zach, I don't know if you remember. Of course you do. We were turning Hey There Delilah into Hey Diarrhea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a line. This just made me think of it. Our friends won't let me in their cars, so I hang on the bike rack bars. Now I've got diarrhea on my legs and their wiper blades. <laughs> Who could forget? I'm glad I brought that up. Anyway, Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my poop is just like pee. Oh, like chocolate chunky pee. (laughs) Hey, diarrhea. What's it like in New York City? How's your sewer system drains? Because tonight I'm feeling shitty. Knock on wood. (laughs) (laughs) A thousand miles very far and there's no toilet in my car. I had a notepad document on my computer. I lost it. It's like one of the great tra- tragedies of my life. Because <laughs> I know there's like two golden lines that I can't remember off the top of my head. Sunday, March 17th. Portland Timbers, our home opener, 5 p.m. FS1. Lexi Lalas giving his banal platitudes. Can't wait for it. Um, I have, my my gut tells me, at least a draw whether that's unwarranted or not. I just feel like, oh, you know, just our energy will be enough to power us to a point at least. Um, Zach, what are your thoughts? Am I crazy? Yeah, I think so. Well, I don't know. It's a whole new group of guys, so I don't really know how they'll react. Revenge um, game for Addy? For Powell? <laughs> is that, is um, that worth something? Yeah, I'm hoping for a draw at least. But for some reason... It feels like a loss. I'm more positive. I'll say I'm tipping the scales. Draw. One point. <laughs> Lock it in. Take that. This is all baseless, so, <laughs> take, you know. Take that. Well, it doesn't stop anybody else from giving their fucking stupid opinions. So far, up to four points. I, four points out of the yeah. first three. I think people will be we're pretty the, impressed with us. We're in the playoff hunt. Oh, for sure. After the first three games. Um, Sunday, March 24th, at New England Revolution. Four nothing. Win. Bathe in, bathe in what's her butt's tears. 
That sounds weird. <laughs> we'll be bathing in her butt tears. Uh, <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> uh, we're talking about Liz. Liz, yeah. Yeah, Liz, her heart is still with uh, Boston, clearly. She tweeted that she accidentally went over to Boston or New England's um, draft table. Just stay there next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to be here, we don't want you. Yeah. Just kidding. With love in my heart, two Zs. Sunday New at England. four, that's going to be a tough one. <laughs> to road attendance. No, I mean, that's list. Um, I don't know if you ever look at the year-end surveys. They do anonymous MLS players surveys, and they ask, like, best place to play, worst place to play, most overrated player, and all this stuff. I yeah. They pretty much all list New England Revolution, worst place to play. Yeah. Just so dead, void of any atmosphere whatsoever. It could be a USL throwback for us, though. That should be fun. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you liked Richmond kickers, you'll love New England Revolution. Uh, Saturday, uh, March 30th versus Philadelphia Union. That's a home game. 7.30 p.m. Looks like a win there, too. It feels like a win. Philadelphia has come on a little bit the past year. They got Ma'am uh, Doya, but uh, they've never bathe, they've never played. Bathe in Jimmy's tears. <laughs> What's his butt tears? I just I, I liked <laughs> I liked the butt tears. <laughs> bathe in my bicycle butt sweat tears. <laughs> butt tears should have been a line in Hey Diarrhea. <laughs> Drink my butt tears if you miss me. Um, through our first five, we've got. <laughs> Ten <laughs> points. I'm ten points. We're sitting. We got a home playoff game currently. Uh, Sunday, April seventh, for Sporting Kansas City, three p.m. ESPN. I'm not feeling as confident. These guys were uh, a few uh, shots away from MLS yeah. Cup. They got a good. They got good a good team. team. So I'm thinking draw or loss. Let's give it a loss. We've given ourselves <laughs> a lot of points so far. You know, but I give them a chance to surprise me. We could be wrong. This could be a yeah. win. <laughs> Anything's possible. This one's going to be a tough one. Uh, Saturday, April 13th, uh, my wife's birthday at LAFC, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. You going to bust it out? Um, no, I think I think Chromags and Hatebreed might be that night. So uh, In L.A.? I, no. <laughs> I might not even watch. Wow. That feels like a loss. Yeah, it does. It's a short week, too. You know, Sunday, Sporting Kansas City, and then Saturday voice crack LAFC I'll call that a loss but we put in a valiant effort it was a close one defense held firm for a while but uh, Friday April 19th versus Real Salt Lake that is that is indeed Hatebreed in Cincinnati so that's a big game I'm kind of sad but I will not be watching yeah and Hatebreed doesn't tour very much um <laughs> Terror's playing too and the Chrome eggs it's, it's Hatebreed's 25th anniversary you know Real Salt Lake April 19th that's a win. at home 7.30 that's a home win I think that's gonna be a, a big one I think that's uh, Matias's coming out party <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know why for sure why the hell not uh, Saturday at, uh, 13 points not bad at New York Red Bulls that's a game I'd like to go to but yeah 7 p.m. Saturday that feels like a draw yeah sure lock, lock that one in <laughs> <laughs> who's listening still um, Wednesday May 1st at Philadelphia Union you know normally I'd say um, we'll dominate much like we did at home where we got our three points but this is a short week um, it's a short week but clearly we've got their number we'll, Will the team stay on the uh, on the East Coast? That's true. I mean, they just love being home in Cincinnati, though, especially the new guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't see. I'm not guessing better than a draw. Do you have more faith in that? I do. Give it a draw, not a loss. I mean, I'm loving our start. Already, the naysayers <laughs> are looking like fucking idiots. Um, yeah. CST's heads are exploding. This isn't what we expected. I can't believe we're scoring goals. Oh, you better believe it, buddy. I'm scoring in big time. In that game, it was 2-2. So, uh, <laughs> Jimmy came on late and got both of them. Two Galazos. <laughs> His first and only game of the year. Voice crack. Saturday, May 4th, at San Jose, 10 p.m. San Jose yeah, sucks. They got a new coach. Yeah. Uh, begrudgingly say that's an L. Yeah, that's a rough week. You know what? I wish I wish we'd have Deckel out there throwing bows at Wando. Match made in heaven. Uh, Saturday, <laughs> May 11th, home, Montreal Impact. They still have Drogba? 1 p.m. <laughs> that's a win. That's a, a show. Win. 
points. Saturday, oh, Sunday, May 19th in Orlando City. It sucks that's a Sunday game because there are some very cheap tickets to Orlando via Allegiant Air. You could get there for under $90. Sunday at 5, that's, that's a rough time. The James O'Connor reunion game? Um, well, if they continue their form from last season, that's a surefire three points. But he's known to have Koch's number, so... That's true. Split hairs and just give the draw it deserves. Sure. Lock it in, folks. I'm on the phone with my bookie as soon as this ends. Saturday, May 25th, versus New York Rebels at home. I'll be there. I'm going to give that an L, probably. Yeah, they know what it's like to beat us in Nippert. They've felt that feeling before. (laughs) They won't be intimidated. By the the brioche and the other supporter groups. Saturday, June first, at Colorado Rapids, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. That feels like a win. Although they've done some things this offseason. If I want to talk like I know what I'm talking about, they got Kai Kamara. They signed a couple other dudes, and uh, Tim Howard's still back there. Jerry yeah, that's a win. I think I may try to get to that one. There are a few cheap flights. I just typed L, so Freud yeah, I saw says that in my Google Doc. Is it updating? Yeah. Wow. In real time, it's really fucking creepy. Kind of of strange. (laughs) Wow. Google Docs, folks. Ever heard of that? But you don't have that on old man altars. Everyone who has a real job is listening like, uh, yeah, no shit. (laughs) Thursday, June 6th at NYCFC, 7 p.m. We know how to play on a baseball field. We've done it before, doing it again. David Villa is gone. A Thursday game, that's weird. Yeah. I will not be there. I won't be there either. Um, the team might feel my lack of presence. I think we're, we're going to be riding the high from our huge win in Colorado. Absolutely. Let's give that another W. The wins, they come in bunches. That's going to get people talking. Yeah. Two road wins in a row? These guys are for real. Jeff Reuter might uh, turn his car on in the garage and just (laughs) end it right there after seeing this start. He's not going to believe it. At Minnesota United, June 29th, 4 p.m. That's an ESPN game. New stadium. I'd like to be there. Oops. Before the Galaxy. Wow, that's a big one. Sorry, guys. June 22nd versus Zla Galaxy. I predict Zlatan does not play. Thus, a win. So, So who starts up front? Robbie Keane. Uh, yeah, could be. <laughs> They've been waiting to unleash uh, Gerard from up to yeah. date on my LA Galaxy. He's playing and currently coaching Rangers, which is very impressive how he pulled that <laughs> off. Zach, you have any feelings on the Galaxy game? I wouldn't mind uh, Zlatan playing and beating us. I think that'd be pretty fun. <laughs> Just for this year. <laughs> no shame in my game. Yeah, I mean, if I'm listing my favorite players of all time, he's he's up there. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to push for him to play everywhere. You know, he did play at Minnesota. But I have no really feelings about this game, so I'll let you lock it in, Zach. Um, let's call it a, a draw. June 29th at Minnesota United in their brand new stadium, which will be the darling of the league until... The Orange Globe opens 4 p.m. ESPN. I'd like to go because I'd like to see that stadium, but uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm gonna give them. All, I'll, I'll give it to them. I'll call that one a loss, but we fought valiantly. Saturday, July 6th, versus the Houston Dynamo at home. Big win. Yeah. And that's the uh, what's his name? Alexander. <laughs> it's a revenge uh-huh. game for him. I might just give my tickets away. <laughs> What's his name? Our uh, Zach's favorite word, uh, milk toast midfielder. <laughs> oh yeah, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> I feel like it's something Alexander. July thirteenth at Chicago Fire. I'd like to try to attend, but in reality, I have a family. It's gonna be hard to go to a lot of these games. Uh, Chicago's trash now. That's an easy three points. Uh, Zach, are you adding this up? Because right now we're looking like a top seed. <laughs> I actually am. So. We, we might have to throw a few more L's in here. Thursday, July twenty, July 18th versus DC United. That's an ESPN game at home. Hopefully we get to see Rooney if he's out of the clink. This guy can't stop drinking. How are you feeling about that, Zach? Thursday's That's weird. A win. Yeah, I think Thursday's going to be rough for DC to get their bearings. Yeah. They've never played in the Fortress of Nip. But tears. Um, July 21st versus New England Revolution at home, 6 p.m. I think New England, sh- that's a shock loss. Gotta lose some of these. Nobody saw that loss coming, but we did. Remember what you saw here, folks. Zach, you still with me? Yeah, yeah. I'm 
Saturday. Just doing doing, doing math. some research. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday, July 27th at Toronto FC, 8 p.m. on TSN Canada. So that's national TV for someone. Probably a loss, if I'm going to be honest with you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So we, we were losing at home to the revolution. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it's a shock loss. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> no one saw it coming. A few bad calls by the ref. Terrible penalty. At Toronto. I don't know what to expect from them, to be honest. Uh, draw. We don't we don't take back-to-back losses. Doesn't happen. August 3rd, at home. Vancouver Whitecaps, FC. Kendall Waston, revenge game. 8 p.m. How you feeling about that one? Big victory. <laughs> we are good. Then the one... Everyone's been waiting for us. Some might say too much so. <laughs> it's like, hey, who's going to the game in Columbus? Like, hey, bro, <laughs> we got a fucking long time ago to go. Zach, I don't know if you noticed, um, Mr. Pac-Man, who quit Reddit, dropped into FCC's Reddit with a Hell is Real image. It was very milk toast, and then deleted his account. He just dropped this lame image and left again. You know, Pac-Man, if you're gonna go, just go. Okay, stop. Please. Fucking- no one misses you. Stop dick teasing us with this. <laughs> Just go away for good. First game is at Columbus, August 10th. I will for sure be there. Can I say with uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games left, we've already topped Minnesota's point total for, uh, for their first season. So even ign- ignoring uh, our maybe overzealous point totals, uh, I expect us to do that. I'd be very surprised if we didn't because we have some bankable defenders. Anyway, so at the crew. It's going to be half FCC fans, I predict. It's tough to say. It's a big game. They'll have revenge on their minds. Uno Acero blaring through their heads. <laughs> I'll, I've been calling the last few, Zach. I'll, give, I'll cede the floor to you. Let's take it. Wow. Fuck you guys. Can you believe that? Yeah, we've decided we're going to win that one. (laughs) Uh, We're dreamboarding it, folks. If you don't put it out there, it's not going to happen. Saturday, (coughs) August 17th, NYCFC at home, 7.30 p.m. That's home loss to me. Because I feel like that's sandwiched in between Hell is Real games. And we might be looking ahead to that fucking home game everyone's going to be talking about, which is Sunday, August 25th, first Columbus crew. 8 p.m. That's fucking lame. I get why, because it's national TV, whatever. But damn, that hurts. Apparently, the game after is going to be El Trafico, so it's going to be a big rivalry night. FS1 national TV game. I think we take it again, honestly. Yeah, I think we're going to sweep them. How the hell could we lose that one at home? Although I did say that about some of the home games against Louisville. There's just no way. <laughs> we want it too much. Saturday, August 31st at FC Dallas. Zach will definitely be there. 8 p.m. We ha- there has to be a let off. I can't see more than a draw. Yeah. Let's take a loss. Saturday versus Toronto FC. 7.30 p.m. Saturday, September 7th. Um, we drew the last game with them. I think we draw again. Man, there's just not much separating these two teams. Two draws in a row. <laughs> Fans are getting restless. Saturday, September 14th at Montreal. Zach well, will be all right, there for sure. Jonah, draw is one point. Oh, fuck. So Sorry. <laughs> give us that one point, and that was a loss against Dallas. It gets confusing when you're predicting every single game for the season. <laughs> this is good radio. Um, September 14th at Montreal Impact, 7.30 p.m. I think we're going to refine our form. Yes. <laughs> our summer signings come on big for this one. That's three points. Go ahead and lock that in. Wednesday, revenge game, September 18th. We host Atlanta United at 7.30 p.m. Wednesday. Come on, guys. Atlanta's we... already clinched. And, uh... We've got nothing. Maybe we have, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Call that a win. They can drop points, folks. September 21st at home. Well, we got their number. Yeah, we've put them out before. <laughs> That's a win. Yeah, we are flying high going into the playoffs which we will be in. Sunday, September 29th, Orlando City SC at home. I think maybe we lose out the I last two so. going into the playoffs, kill all of our momentum, and then... Uh, and surprise drop, some people. Drop in the first round. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not predicting... We're not crazy enough to predict the playoffs yet. <laughs> Only every game of the regular season. <laughs> 
All right, so Zach, how are we looking points um, wise? <laughs> we're sitting on 55 points. Okay, um, I'm going to go back to last uh, 2018. So 55 points, you said? That would put us in fourth place in the Eastern Conference, one point behind NYCFC we're at 56. Remember, there will be an extra playoff spot. So fourth place, I don't know how it shakes out. Fourth place possibly could be a home game. So um, if you're saving up money for the game, for playoff games, folks, there's going to be a home playoff game. That's what it's looking like if you go yes. by our results. And uh, why wouldn't you, honestly? Has anybody else predicted every game? <laughs> I haven't seen it. All right, so um, the Red Bulls finished with seven losses. Eleven, and those are right. those are those are close games, folks. All right, we had a great defense, so there's a good chance that some of those losses turn into victories. <laughs> like I'm not willing to put money on it yet, but I mean our defense will be keeping us in these games. So these are kind of either ors that we kind of oh let's give them a loss, but in reality they're just as likely to be wins. <laughs> but our wins are wins. <laughs> like those are hardcore wins. So, Zach, you got any big takeaways from uh, what we've seen here from how the season played out? Um, no, I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. Good first season. Uh, nobody saw this coming. No. So, match day one, that's going to turn a lot of heads. Is it just a win or is it a big win? That's what people want to know. <laughs> Score-wise, I don't know. Should we go know. through the score of each one? <laughs> I think it's going to be convincing. Convincing win. Yeah. Lots of possession. Um, Seattle yeah. got no chances. And then our offense looked surprisingly dynamic. So then June, 1st, 6th, and 22nd, we got a win, a win at NYCFC, and a draw at home to LA. And that's when people start talking. This is a playoff team. <laughs> no one knew what to expect. We take care of business against the teams we're supposed to. We beat Houston. We beat Chicago. We surprised <laughs> beat, <laughs> beat DC. On ESPN. And then when people start jumping off the train is the shock loss to New England. That's the one that people are like, how did we lose that game? We had Well, we lost it us. because we gave it our all Thursday night against DC. Quick turnaround. We're throwing Jimmy in the starting lineup. Amaya is leading the front line. Uh, <laughs> He's playing, he's he's playing number, target, man. number nine. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy's whipping in crosses. And, uh, he just, can't, just can't, pan out. He can't get ahead on him. He just can't get anywhere near him. <laughs> Brad Friedel's just laughing the whole game. Just laughing at us. It's embarrassing. But then we uh, we kind of write the ship with the, with the draw against Toronto and take care of business against Vancouver, Columbus. Uh, understandably, we look ahead to the next Columbus game. We lose to NYC. Yes, I'm going over the whole thing again. We lose to Dallas at Dallas. Um, the weather was weird. It was so humid. Uh, <laughs> you can't blame our guys. We beat Atlanta, and then people are like, Jesus Christ, this team can do damage. <laughs> what a season. I'm just proud of the guys. Yeah, we know if we lose those two games, <clears throat> we're we, playing against. We get the matchup the, we want. Yeah, we're playing against DC instead of Atlanta. And we've proven that. They're really no match. And Darren Maddox just has the eye of the tiger when he plays them. I mean, he's looking at them like he's watching Will and Grace. Like, he's ready for blood. (laughs) (laughs) He's ready to do the damn thing. So good for him. Anything else, Zach, before we uh, close up shop here? We can just cross the hour mark. (laughs) That was a fun season. I wish we had next. (laughs) I wish we had the 2020 schedule. We could guess. To be honest. (laughs) We could guess. Um, <laughs> do we need to do another episode this year? Because we've got the games all covered. I don't know. This might be this might be the final episode. <laughs> Zach, final thoughts on the week that was. Next week, um, if there is an episode, if anything happens that's worthy of it, um, Amelia will definitely be here. She'll be on the line. So look for that. Final thoughts, Zach? Um, no. Uh, oh, this really got me amped. <laughs> There's that movie with Patton Oswalt called Big Fan where he's a huge New York Giants fan. Yes. Yeah. He, uh, he's in jail, I think, and he's breaking down the season for the Giants. And it's like, there's no way we're not 14-2 and two at the end of the season. He breaks down <laughs> every single game. We sound a lot like that. <laughs> a crazy person. But yeah, but we're coming at it with like a realistic perspective. We got <laughs> both feet firmly planted on the ground. Yeah. Firmly. Let's see if I can hack about 20 minutes out of that schedule. We'll see what I can do. <laughs> Get my Edward Scissorhands on that bad boy. 
<laughs> what uh, we should have done is gone down each game and see if we can name two players from each opposing <laughs> team. <laughs> I honestly, besides, I'd say two or three, I think I could have done it. We'll do that next week. If there's no other news, we'll just go back through the schedule and name players. <laughs> It'll be the Home Alone episode of actual episodes. I'm going to end with, uh, Zach, you've heard it, and it really blew your mind. The Hell is Real song, collaborative effort with Kakarot, um, myself, and uh, we have a new metal band coming out called Autofocus. Uh, if you think you know how it's spelled, you got it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, so it's the Hell is Real song. You won't be able to understand probably half the lyrics, but there will be a lyric video up for that, too. And it's just, you know, a primer of uh, the brutalness of that battle that will be. You know, we got to get our shots in early. And this is that. So enjoy the Hell is Real song and look for the lyric video so you know what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, Zach, last word. Yeah, I'm just ready for their feel-good story to just die. come to a grinding halt. Yeah. I'd love to be a part of it. Um, all right. Uh, off season fucking forever. Schedule forever. Real games never. Milia, what's good? Rise together. together. Bye. Bye. Just a dream, but you before murdered one hell to the absence.